We're back. Who's your hero podcast? It's been a little while. Um, but here in the great state of Indiana, we had uh, the girls' state tournament was eight days ago. So today we're recording this on a Sunday. So um, yeah. it is it is March 6th. Um, and yesterday the boys' tournament got underway and the boys played um, for the sectional championship last night all across the state. How many sectionals are there, Colin? There's 64. 64 sections. In the state of Indiana. So um, we thought we'd dedicate this entire podcast. We don't know how long it's going to go, uh, but we're going to dedicate this entire podcast to the sectional. Yep. Okay. And we'll get into that in a little bit. He's shooting the technicals. Look at here. Look at So, the sectional in Indiana. All right, so let me explain this for those of you. This is going to be kind of for people who may not be from Indiana, okay? Um, so, how this works, and or I, I'm going to start how it used to work, okay, in the state of Indiana. state of Indiana used to be one class, okay? One class basketball, one winner take all. Like, yes. one of – it might have been the last state in the union to go to a class basketball system, which they went to in – 1997, 98 would have been the first year. Okay. Um, so Hoosiers used to take, still do obviously take pride in basketball, but used to take a huge pride in the one winner take all tournament format, which is just <laughs> incredible to think about. Okay. Yeah. Um, even, even like today, there's over 400 high schools in Indiana. Okay. But back 50 years ago, Again, before not only class basketball, but before something like consolidation, school consolidation. Yeah. Which is like all the little schools coming into one. Yep. Um, so, you know, it could be four or five high schools combined to make one progress. This was like in the late, really boomed in the late 50s and early 60s. So talking a long time ago now. Okay. And so um, consolidation, that kind of, I guess, kind of put a little damper on things. But before consolidation, I know that at one point, this is, this is true, there was over 800 high schools competing for one trophy. I like that. That's unbelievable. That's insane. That's exciting. That's insane. Like, you guys, like, maybe, like, again, if you're not from Indiana, but maybe you can think about, like, March Madness or, or Division One basketball, okay, in the NCAA. There's over, th- I believe, 300 teams in the in Division One. Okay, and obviously they're fighting for to try to get make a get an NCAA tournament bid. Yep. Right. But even when it does happen, how many people make the tournament? Is it 68? 68, right? 68. And then they then the the first four play and then it comes down to 64 teams like. No, back in the day, we 700, 700 plus teams um, for the most for for many years in Indiana were competing for one trophy. Could you imagine Carmel playing some? 
Yeah, so no, it's yeah, yeah. Washington Township or something. <laughs> I mean, the state championship. People would just be going nuts. I mean, yeah. I, I would love to see it. Yeah. Like, give so much opportunity. So Everyone has I, a chance. Yeah, everybody yeah. has a chance. And, then, like, I know. So maybe you can – maybe you know a little bit. So we talked about Colin's dad um, was – he was my coach my senior year. He was college coach at Westville. He coached down at lacrosse. He coached um, – you know, he coached the Laporte girls team and was really successful with Laporte. Had some really great players. Laville, uh, Laville boys. Yep. So, um, ex- Colin's dad moved to Arizona a few years back. Yeah, 2020. 2020, and he he teaches and coaches at a pretty big school, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like it would be probably like a three A. Three A. I think it'd be like a three A so like school. A thousand, equivalent. A thousand yeah. kids or so. Yeah, okay. it's not the biggest. But yeah, gotcha. Um, and that's where at in Arizona. That is in Apache Junction, Junction, Arizona. It's called Post and Butte. Post and Butte. Yeah. Okay. So explain. And it's a newer school. It's a newer, like, yeah. Like, it like uh, a, 15, 20 years old. Okay. Like, gotcha. Explain, you know. explain if you can, or at least kind of roughly how the state tournament works, because not everybody gets to play for a state championship or, no. or, the, or has the opportunity no. like in Indiana. Yeah. My understanding, it's still weird for an Indiana guy to try to understand what these are, you know, it's it's foreign language to me, but you have to be, you have to win your conference pretty much or be a top seed in your conference to then go to this thing called the districts. Okay. Which it sounds to me some, something similar to sectionals, but it's a lot less, not everyone gets to go. Not everyone gets the chance. So you already are. Yeah. Yeah. You've already been picked. It's already been slimmed down just by the conferences. So then they put you in the districts. Okay. And then you win the district, which to this year, my dad's, he, I think they went the farthest they ever had in yeah. school history. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, this year in the districts. Gotcha. Where would they play their, do you know where they play the state championship? If they. No, I don't. You don't. No. Maybe. I wonder if they play it like. It's gotta be in, it's gotta Arizona be at state the Suns. Or, oh, they, the, the Suns, Suns play. Yeah. The Valley. Yeah. Gotcha. The I have Valley. been, I don't know what that's called. I should at least. The, yeah. I've been past it. But I know, like in Michigan, high schools play at the Breslin Center. Yeah, for Mi- at Michigan State. Yep. Um, I had some buddies from Olivet College that went to play played there. at the state championship. Uh, that's awesome. That's cool. Um, so, again, to put that in perspective, in Indiana, everyone, no matter your record, you could be O and and there were some teams this year that were O and twenty two going into the sectional. Yeah, and they did have a chance to. And what was really crazy, and I. What are the odds? I don't know. But Lowell High School, so uh, this is Northwest Indiana. Lowell High School was 0-22, and they <laughs> they just happened, apparently, blindly out of a hat. They drew Chesterton, and Chesterton is the number one team in the state, and they they won their sectional last yep. night, and they, I think, should be 26-0, 25-0. I don't have it right, right on me. Yeah. So it was in, insane how just happened kind of, Record speaking, one of the worst teams in the state, unfortunately, and they drew in the first round of the sectional. They drew uh, Chester. So sectionals in Indiana are like, especially for a small school. So I'm going to go back to the the 800 plus teams. Okay, one winner take all tournament um, back before 1997. Okay, Um, in Laporte County, where we're from. Okay, for the most of the part for for the beginning of the state tournament for the first couple decades it was at Laporte it was at the Civic Auditorium in Laporte and then Els Michigan City Elston built an even bigger gym um, uh, at Elston and hosted the sectional forever and ever and ever and at one point Michigan City Elston 
Okay, there were at one point there were fourteen teams competing <clears throat> for a sectional, and my grandpa went to Elston, graduated in nineteen fifty nine. So this is like the heyday of basketball in yeah. Indiana. The sectional was so crazy, and there were so many teams in each sectional because there was again seven hundred plus teams fighting for one trophy that my grandpa would be in class and they would have to play during the week. They would have to play the sectional games. <laughs> so union mills, all these little schools, union mills, mill Creek, Kingsbury union township, all these little schools here in LaPorte County would come up to Elston while my grandpa's in class. And you'd be hearing people going crazy. It was, it was daytime. You had the windows in the gym. It's a serious distraction. Yeah. Right there. yeah. So in a course, like, you know, if Elston, if Elston drew like a morning game, Mm-hmm. Nobody went to class. Everybody went to the game. Like, there was no class. Athletics That's were more ath- important than yes, academics. basketball was definitely more important it's than Indiana. Yes. Yeah. 100%. So, um, <laughs> it went, like I said, about, at one point, um, uh, 13 or 14 teams played in the Elston sectional for, like, through the, the heyday of Indiana basketball, okay, through the 40s, 50s, and then um, through the 60s, and then Michigan City Rogers was built. Which is I'm I'm gonna go all over the place, but Rogers is uh, seventh biggest gym in the country um, at Michigan yeah. City, and that's I'm that's I can go into that, and we'll talk about that later, um, maybe not today, but so um, there was a time in so in 1950, okay, um, again. Elston being the big school, Michigan City, Elston, and Laporte being the other big school, dominated the sectional. The little schools never had a chance, right? So in 1950, um, in 1950, Union Mills knocks off Elston, wins the sectional championship, and then the following year, Rolling Prairie wins it. I get so like a little school won it in 50, and then another little school, Rolling Prairie, won it in 51. Yeah. And then after that, guess how many years Elston went in a row? Like Laporte couldn't knock him off. How many sectionals in a row do you think Elston won? Laporte ended up being the team to knock him off, but it guess how many years Elston won it in a row? Four? Four? Uh, keep, not even close. <laughs> Just keep going. Way up. Ten? Keep going. Are you kidding? Yeah, I know. No. In a row. Nobody could. Laporte, no little school Man, could knock him off I'm, after 1951. I'm coming from a school that never yeah. won one. Yeah. So it's hard to think. 25 in a row. Elston won 25 sectional championships in a row. And then in 1976. It's domination. Durham's dad, Big Jim, knocked him off at Laporte. Laporte knocked him off. Um, and I believe that was at Michigan City Rogers. So, um, our, like that would be our sectional around here for many, many, many years, like decades and decades, obviously way before us. Okay. Um, but, um, so in, in 19, um, 1961, my grandpa, my one grandpa went to Elston and my other grandpa went to a little town or a little school called union township. And this is my book that I wrote. Okay. Yeah. I wrote a book, everybody, but if you want to check it out, it's called, those were the days, the story of, um, a small town, a wild coach in Indiana basketball. You can like get it on eBay. I think is one. Of, I used to have it on Amazon, but um, maybe we'll have another podcast about that. But that I wrote about that particular year in 1961 that the boys from Union Township were 24 and 0. There was a tiny school, 100 kids, 24 and 0 going into the sectional championship against Elston. Okay, they were tied for the winningest record in the state. Yep. Next to uh, Madison, okay, um, who had Larry Humes, who would later be Mr. Basketball. So when you opened up the Indianapolis Star newspaper, yep. you had all these big schools, and then at the top <coughs> of the leaderboard was Little Tiny Union Township out of Laporte County. 
Well, they ended up taking on number six, Michigan City Elston in 19. And of course, like I said, Elston won 25 in a row, and in 1961 was was one of them. And they knocked they knocked uh, Union Township right out of the tournament. Um, but uh, later in 1998, we go to class basketball. Okay, we go to class basketball, and the sectional, the sectional, which is again the it, opening round of the state tournament. Class okay? basketball is a very touchy subject for uh, yes yes indiana basketball yeah. fans like some even like for, it some don't yeah the, most don't yeah i don't I, I i went to a small school and the idea was classes were supposed to help the small school win like win a state championship or make it easier to win a sectional i rather i rather knock off the big school and just and say i did it and yeah. even if it was so i'm gonna try to explain this and i'll throw a little bracket up there Okay, in the film right now. Okay, so sectional sectionals way back in the day before class basketball, you typically had to win three or four games, depending on if you have maybe a bye. You had to win three or four games to win the sectional and to advance to the next round of the state tournament. Okay, now it's usually three games. Maybe if you get a bye, it's only two games you have to win, but that's because of class basketball and also less schools. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, when I say that. Uh, when I went to I went to uh, the sectionals this past week, the team that I was following, which was our high school, okay, they had to play three games because they ended up they ended up winning and kept advancing to the sectional championship, um, and it was three games. Uh, so the idea was with class basketball is that um, it was supposed to help the little school, things like that. All right, but what do you? Well, I think. The basketball season is a long yeah. season, and a lot can happen. Kids can get suspended. Yeah. Things can happen in their family. And I think uh, it's even – I like how in Indiana everyone gets to go to the sectional yeah. because things can happen in the season. You, a guy could be hurt, torn yeah. ACL, and come back. And that, their record doesn't mean yeah, doesn't that they mean don't anything. deserve a spot. Yeah, And I I like – I like the idea of just one single class just because of the upsets yeah. and everything like that. But uh, lots of, there's like, again, there's a lot of, I said, Cinderella story, things like that. Um, so for the small school, like I've kind of described how the big schools dominate and always have dominated. Winning a sectional at a small school is like winning a state championship. Yeah. So uh, I said that I went and watched our high school um, p- compete this past weekend and try to win a sectional championship. It is. I've heard people are saying 99 years. Okay, I think it's. I'm pretty sure it's 100 years. Th- this year was 100 years. And our high school, which competed in that Elston sectional for all them years, um, and then later would compete against uh, Rogers Laporte, like never could get out of that sectional and go to a different sectional. They were playing like state ranked teams at huge schools every year. Okay. Yeah. And you're talking our school had like at that time maybe like 180 kids or something. Um, crap, I forgot what I was going to well, say. Well, I'll say it is 100 years because on ET it's, for oh, a year, it's, it's 100 the, years. First, the first team was 1921-22. Yeah, so I was right. So, I was right. So it's 100 years, and they have yet to win a sectional title. Okay? Yeah. I talked about in the first podcast that we played for a sectional title. Again, this was in class basketball, of course, and we got thumped. And the team that we played against later went to the state championship and won. And w- no, they got oh, their runners up. They lost. Was, it was like a year or two before that. It was like yeah. three years before that. It was like oh nine or something. They won it. And so wow. and then eleven, or it was oh eight. They won it, and then eleven or something like that. They went. And then in thirteen, I think they went back. 
Yeah, I mean, it was just it was just insane. This team was these couple years were just awesome. Um, so our high school still is yet to win a sectional championship. Uh, my brother and I went to all three games. So they won the Westville won the first game against a really good Boone Grove team. Okay, uh, the next game they beat Hebron, which is where your dad went to high school. Yep. Yep. Uh, and then last night they played North Jetson, and um, North Jetson coming coming into the game. Again, winning their their two games in the sectional, I, that made them they were twenty and five, I think. So they were actually they were they had a pretty decent record. Um, and if you've never been to the North Jetson gym, it's it's, it's large because it has to hold a lot of people for the sectional. Yep. Um, and I believe it holds about thirty five hundred. And it was awesome to see. I have not, and I'm going to get into it in a little bit. It was awesome to see, especially in the sectional championship last night, like a crowd. I mean. I mean, I've been to Mackey Arena several times this year, and I get it. Like, Purdue basketball, 14,000 people. But nothing, nothing compares to paying six bucks and going to watch a high school basketball a sexual championship in the state of Indiana. They're back. It, oh, dude, it was maybe just... a $2 hot dog. <laughs> dude, they had build your own hot dog. Build they had it all out. It was, in, yeah. Um, to do a, a concession stand review. Yes. Bring the vlog camera. Yes. Break it down for you folks. <laughs> oh, my gosh, yeah. It was, um, but yeah, it... I have not been so just – I can't describe it. So my brother, again, he filmed all three nights, and I'm going to montage it together. It will actually be kind of long. Uh, probably be like 20, 25-minute vlog at least. Um, and it was the atmosphere. I I couldn't put – I couldn't even – I don't know that you could necessarily even put a price on it, just like what, what it was like. So um, we'll get to that in a second. Um, right now, I'm going to take a little break on the camera. I'm having to run around today because my brother's not here. Thanks, he's, Luke. He's normally our cameraman, but he's not here today. Someone so. was more important than us. Yeah, I, I don't know who it was. but <laughs> So, uh, when I was in high school, what is that? What year is that? That's 08 and 09. 08, 09. Financial. That would have been my freshman year, I think, if I graduated in 12. Um, and... Yeah, I remember this happening. I remember a coach talking about it. I about an hour south of here. So this is last last podcast we talked about Phil Wills. So this is like in the very same area. Okay, Caston uh, High School ended up. What? How many games did they lose in a row to start the season? Ten, something like that. I think Man, they lost like lot. their first. They lost like their first ten or something, and then they got one win in the regular season. And then lost the rest. So going into their sectional, they were one in nineteen. <laughs> and again, this is not any other state, nothing like that, to where you gotta like make a district or whatever. Yep. Nope. Yeah. You get an opportunity to try to win a state championship, no matter your record. And they were one in nineteen going in their sectional. Read those off. Who did they play first in the sectional? They uh, they they drew. Who did they draw? They drew. They drew South Newton. They drew South Newton. 47 to 50. 40, and they won by three. And then Tri-County. And then they won it with What was Pine. the Tri-County score? Tri-County was uh, 33 to 34. They won barn by burner. a point. We call what? that a barn burner. That's a barn burner in Indiana, <laughs> yes. Well, a point. And then played Pioneer and won by a point again. <laughs> so what was the score? 46-47. 46-47. So they yeah. win the sectional by a total of five points. <laughs> So they won three games by a total of five points, and they won their sectional 
going into with a one and nineteen record. That's un unheard of. That does that that doesn't happen. I think there was one other team that I read out of Southern Indiana in like the early nineties. I'll have to look it up that won won their sectional with only one win. So I think Caston was only the other, and that was much closer to us. It's like a maybe like a forty five minute drive or something. Um, and they won their sectional, and then they end up they played Bowman Academy. Bowman Academy's out of Gary, and would they? That was when they were just on a roll too. Bowman was. What was oh, yeah. the, what was the score of that game in the region? Actually, surprisingly, what is, am I reading that right? It was twenty eight to fifty five. Twenty eight to fifty five. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I do believe that that casting team did have a kid that like scored over a thousand points, but maybe he was about the only kid on that team. Did he score a thousand? Look him up. Look at see what he got. So yeah, it was Wes Wig. Well, that's hard to say. Yeah. Wes Rigney. Yeah. Six foot four senior at a thousand and eighty eight points. So and so when he yeah, so the next year he would be a senior yeah. after that sectional. He was a junior. So he was his junior year he won that sectional. So and then I think there was a kid that ended up um ended up like he was hurt during the year or for half the year or something, and then he came into the sectional and I, I know it helped, obviously. Okay, but I still I don't know that he was necessarily the difference it was just a matter of things r- rolling the right way obviously yeah. and and they end up winning their sectional the um, oddest thing about this just looking at this roster yeah Wes was the only guy in his class that was playing there were, he had no other juniors so he was the only junior so that, that was year. yeah it's it's all freshmen sophomores there's two seniors yeah I mean what a young yeah so sure. th- that's what I like about this team got time to develop. I mean, we got a whole bunch of young kids yeah. that are probably playing when they should. I mean, in a normal time, yeah, they, they weren't ready be playing, to be. Yeah, at other schools, they wouldn't varsity. be playing. Yeah. yeah. So I think they just got a chance to grow yeah. as a team. and During the season, yeah. They were able to have that opportunity to play in sectionals and not have to win their conference. They would have never yeah. made it there in a million years. Got to advance. So I think that's cool. Yep. I, like in, I like how we do it. Do it in Indiana. No complaints there. Yep. So, uh, I'm going to backtrack and, um, we'll probably end it after this one. Okay. So when I went down to the sectional, okay, the, this was the North, again, there are sectionals in all the classes, 1A, 2A, 3A, 4A, 1A is the smallest schools. And then obviously it gradually increases up to 4A and those are the largest schools in, in the state. I've. I don't know if this is ever going to happen. You know, people run their mouths and say they're going to make a fifth class for some really huge schools. Okay, I don't know if that. They have happen. done it in football. They've done it in football. Yeah. So. Um. So I went down to, uh, again, sectionals are everywhere, depending on what class you're in. But I went down to North Jets and sectional. It's where Westville played, and um, that game. Again, coming into it, I think Westville had like 16 wins coming into the sectional championship. North Jetson got their 20th win. And uh, you guys will see in the, the little montage or vlog, but that game, not only I, we talked about atmosphere, but the game itself was just awesome. Uh, Nor Jetson came out um, first quarter, end up was winning the game 15 to eight. And then like a, like a flip of a switch, Westville ended up uh, going on a huge run and then they end up taking the lead. Okay, and then I don't know what the what the run was. It was probably like a 12-2 run or something. They really just put it on. Um, and the game from then on just seesawed back and forth and back and forth. A uh, kid from North Jetson, 
I, mean, I can't. He's a kid. I'm not gonna dog the. He he banked in a three at the buzzer going into halftime. Banked it in. It was like you know. What day was that? This was yesterday. Yeah, banks banked. open on Saturday. Yeah, so. Saturday nights in in Stark <laughs> County, Indiana. It was open. So uh, they ended up going into halftime, and then but Westville came right back out, and it was just. I mean, you guys, it was just. It was just. I haven't been um, in that kind of atmosphere in a while, and um, the. What ended up happening was is that North Jetson would end up taking the lead by three towards the end of the game, and Westville comes down, and, I mean, the opportunities were just there and there. My junior year when we played for sexual championship, no. There was there was no opportunity. Honestly, there was no opportunity to win that game against Triton. This, it was just the door was just wide open for, for our high school to win um, their first sectional. And this kid from Westville ends up, uh, Julian Ellis ends up throwing up this shot at the buzzard, like leans into this kid, chucks up this three and makes it, sends the game. I mean, you could not have another stage to do this. It, it's, I mean, this is when they show up and they play. Like this kid hits this three. Um, oh man, it was just, it was just awesome. North Jetson won in overtime by three points. A kid was fouled on a three point shot with about 20 seconds to go. And he made all three free throws. Westville couldn't come down and hit a shot. I'm so sorry, people. I'm going to be editing this thing. Our, my, my recording software is just, my computer is being a computer. Okay. Let's just say that. All right. I was talking. I think I'm at the point where Westville ended up losing a kid shot three free throws. And uh, because he was fouled at the three point line, about 20 seconds left. Westville comes down, calls a timeout, seven seconds left. Uh, the point guard for Westville is, I believe, uh, Gavin is just, Gavin Hannon is just a sophomore. He had a chance to just pop, like, top of the key, like, three feet off the three point line to tie the game, and he didn't. He passed, and it just didn't work out. Um, but saying this is that there is, and obviously in other places, people do this. I'm sure other states, people do this. But, but you're not, I don't think in other states you are joined in. With 3,000 people and uh, watching teenage boys play basketball, and we stood for the last three minutes of the of the fourth quarter, did not sit down during in between the overtime and the fourth quarter. We didn't sit down. We didn't sit down for any coaches' timeouts in the end of the fourth quarter and in the overtime, and we stood the entire overtime, like three like. It was it was just shoulder to Down shoulder. Down in the front. <laughs> yeah. No, it was it was just a blast. Like I have we have I have not been part of that in a very long time. So again, I said it with all the COVID stuff and for the past couple of years and things like that. But if you are I don't know, if you if you have nothing to do with your life and you're a sports junkie and you got a bunch of money and or you like basketball and you're from some other state, just come to Indiana a couple weekends. Yeah, the, the weekends of the state, so the sectional, the regional, the semi-state, and the state, um, those are all diff different weekends throughout March, and you will not be disappointed showing up to some small, sleepy little town. That's what I'm going to call it. North Jetson is a sleepy little town. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. And, But, man, that ba I mean, basketball, though, it was just – it was a blast. Yep. So um, – hey, come, come see us at the state championship. Yeah. We'll be there. We got to get our – Yeah. Gotta get our plans set up for that. Yep. So, um, thank you guys. We just were gonna rattle on about that. Hopefully, I can get this all edited in correctly because man, I have had a lot of fits with the computer um, so far today. But hopefully, it will be uh, a little informative for you guys. So, thanks for watching. Yep. Do it for Dale. <laughs> Do it for Dale. <laughs> <laughs>